Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. We're just uh, excited to talk to you about what I feel like the Lord has put upon my heart uh, this morning. But I want to say this to you before we get started. On this session of our podcast today, that wherever you're listening to us right now, uh, whatever podcast site you're on, if you would please, if you would just push the follow button and uh, follow PHT in the morning with Pastor Miller, you can get future Um, episodes by doing that. And also, if you're listening on YouTube, all you have to do is reach up and touch the subscribe button. Push the subscribe button, and it'll, of course, let you know when a new episode is on. And we're on every Monday morning and every Thursday morning around 7 o'clock. And of course, all the episodes stay, so you can go listen at any time, but there will be a new one uh, every Monday and every Thursday morning. So I would appreciate that if you push the subscribe or the follow button on the podcast site that you're on. Now, we're going to be talking to you today about uh, having the right kind of reputation. And we're going to be uh, talking first here in the book of Philippians, chapter number two, and I'm going to start reading at verse number five. And the Bible said there, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Being found in in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross." Now, this morning, if anyone could have sought a great reputation on this earth, it would have been, or that was, how would I say this, that could have easily done that would have been Jesus Christ. I mean, why did he need to seek a reputation? He was the son of God. Although at this point of time, Uh, Most people viewed him as just a man. You can see by reading all through the scripture that so many never recognized him as the son of God. They never uh, recognized his power, his authority, or his position. Now, in no way did it take away uh, Jesus' power or, like we said, his 
position or authority that he had. He ne- it never took nothing away, but he never sought a reputation among other men. And you say, Pastor Miller, I don't believe that's so. Well, look at Philippians 2 verse 7. It said, but made himself of no reputation, but rather took on the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. When Jesus Christ left uh, the glory of heaven and came down to this earth and was born uh, of a virgin and lived his life and was eventually crucified and laid in a borrowed tomb and was resurrected. And today he's sitting on the right hand of power at the right hand of God, making intercession for you and I. But while on earth, I can't get away from this verse. In verse number seven of Philippians two, he made of himself no reputation. I don't think Jesus, uh, what it was saying here, he wasn't trying at this point in his life, he wasn't trying to prove anything and he did not have to. Now, just the the definition of the word reputation, I, I wrote down a couple, there's several, but I wrote down these two. It says reputation is the belief or the opinion that is generally held about someone. Secondly, it means it's a widespread belief of someone's particular character or their characteristics. So, you know, a lot of men, the reason that they seek a reputation, they want to be thought highly of. They want to have a position of power. Uh, They want a reputation because they want everybody to look at them and say, wow, look at that person. And it doesn't really matter if it's on their job. They, They just want a great reputation of saying he's probably the best worker. He's probably uh, the best student in school or God forbid, but if you're a minister to think that your ministry is greater than someone else's or if you're a singer that you're uh, a greater singer than someone else. And sometimes men seek uh, for a reputation and they do this wrongfully because their desire is to be thought highly of in the eyes and the mind of other men and other women. This has never been God's will. If you really want to have a good reputation, of course, uh, we do. We do want to do the right thing. We, uh, I'll just throw this in for good measure. You need to live good in your community especially after you become a Christian. And it's you need to try to uh, walk uprightly according to God's word. You need to be a faithful uh, a church member, faithful tither. You need to uh, pay your bills and uh, all, all sorts of things like that. 
to have that kind of a reputation is, is all right. But I'm talking to you about today that there are so many men and women, maybe some of you that's listening to me today, and if all that you're worried about is the way other people look at you and other people view you and wondering about, I wonder if they realize how great I really am or do they really know uh, who they're talking to or what kind of man I am? If, if you have that kind of idea in your mind, you do not have the spirit of Christ. That has never been God's will. That's never been God's personality at, or Christ's personality at all. I'll say it one more time. The third time, Jesus being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but yet he made himself of no reputation. He could have at any time forced his reputation. He could have uh, done all of these things had he so desired, but he never tried to make of himself that reputation, but rather took on the form of a servant. So one of the greatest reputations you can have is to be thought of your characteristic is that of a spirit of humility. So we see here what, uh, what the Bible said about Jesus Christ and what he thought about of himself at this early stage of his life and of a reputation. Now, I would like to talk to you a few moments about another situation found in the book of Acts and uh, chapter number 19. And we're going to be talking here about uh, the Apostle Paul. And the Bible tells us here in verse 11 of that 19th chapter of Acts, it says, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that the from his body were taken, or excuse me, were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. So this is where, if you're wondering, this is where that we have prayer claws in our particular. Uh, movement. Uh, I am Pentecostal holiness pe a person, and we anoint prayer cloths and pray over them, and believe that the recipient uh, that God will honor that and touch that person. And we get it from these scriptures here that God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So much they they made handkerchiefs or took handkerchiefs and aprons and pieces of that material and they laid it upon people with diseases and they were healed. Evil spirits left them. Now notice verse number 13. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, which uh, the Bible said they took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
saying, we adjure thee by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and a chief of the priest, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them, and prevailed against them so that they fled out of their house naked and wounded. Now, what these seven sons of Sceva was trying to do, they was trying to take the reputation of Paul and the reputation of Jesus and use this to their advantage. So uh, they had seen how God had blessed uh, Paul and given him a great ministry, how he laid hands on people, and great miracles that took place. And I believe in that. I've seen that many times. And how uh, no doubt that there was many people that were possessed of, of uh, devils or demons, evil spirits, and how God had, had delivered them through the hands of Paul. They also knew of uh, the great uh the great power of Jesus Christ. So they had heard of Paul's reputation. They had heard of Jesus, his reputation. Now they wanted to make a reputation for themselves by uh, just looking at this evil spirit and commanding that evil spirit to come out. But notice what they said. We adjure you, this is verse 13, by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. They done this. Now the Bible said that evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are ye? I, I want to say this to you right now. If you think just because a lot of people know who you are and you might have a, a reputation among men or women. And you might think that you're going to cast out devils and heal the sick. And friend, that just doesn't work based upon someone else's reputation uh, like we're talking about here, Apostle Paul. You better not try that or you might wound, you might leave wounded and naked yourself. And so this is what they tried to do. But I want to talk to you about the second reputation. Now, those vagabond Jews, those exorcists, they knew of Paul and Jesus' reputation. But where did Jesus or where did Jesus and Paul have a greater reputation? And more importantly, they had a reputation in hell. Because certainly the disciples knew Jesus. The ones that saw the miracles knew Paul. They'd heard him preach. They knew about it. But Paul and Jesus had a reputation in hell because these were demon 
demon spirits, devils that was in these people. And they said, these are the demons that's speaking. They said, Jesus, I know. So Jesus Christ had a reputation, not only on this earth, but he had a, and not only in heaven, but he had a reputation in hell because not only heaven knew how powerful Jesus was, but hell knew how powerful Jesus was. And those evil spirits said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? And if I could put it more in my words, I would say it like this. I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who in the world do you think you are? And I want to say this to you today. If you're putting yourself up more highly than you ought, and you know, by the way, the Bible said for a man not to think of himself more high or more highly than he ought. So don't put yourself up too high. Don't try to have such a great reputation that you're the greatest uh, of whatever you're doing. Don't have that kind of an attitude. Amen. Because Paul was not only known, like I said, among folks that saw his work, but the demonic spirits in hell knew about Jesus. You might say, wait, those spirits were in that man, those devils and demons. And that's right. But those demonic spirits and those devils that was talking were residents of hell. And they said, we know Jesus and we know Paul, but we haven't got a clue who you are. So today, what kind of reputation do you want? If you're a preacher especially, or a Christian especially, is the only reputation you want is one to say, the pastor asked me to sing more than others because I'm the best singer. Or do you want that reputation to where that you think that you're the greatest evangelist or the greatest whatever it might be? If that's your view of reputation, then I think you've got everything wrong. Amen. So hell knew about Jesus and Paul, and so did the demonic spirits, and so did those that heard, that heard him preach. I wish I had more time, but I'm going to wrap this up real quickly here. It's not a bad thing to be well-known in the community. It's not a bad thing to have a good reputation among your peers, and even those that are without, the Bible said that, but it's far more important to quit worrying about your big name or your great reputation and start worrying more about God's kingdom and about Jesus Christ and his authority and his reputation. If you will be more focused on Christ and humble yourself and become uh, more uh, wanting to do more for Jesus Christ, your reputation will grow without you even trying. So I hope I've been a blessing to you this morning. And 
I don't really care who knows my name. I don't care if my name is ever in lights. It has been quite a few times, but that's not a big deal to me. I want Jesus to know who I am. That's what I'm really worried about today. Well, I hope we've been a blessing to you. And we want you to join in the next time and listen with us and join in with us on PHT in the morning with Pastor David Miller. God bless you and have a great rest of your day.